Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week, we're going to revisit a show from our 2016 season. Great music, great achievement award winner, and it starts right now. E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's musical guests from Tucson, Arizona, anti-recording artist Calexico, and from Wimberley, Texas, Ray Wiley Hubbard. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, join me in welcoming our host, if you would, Nick Forster. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Helen. Welcome to our... Uh our musical uh, town hall meeting here at E-Town Hall. Thanks for joining us. We are going to start out our musical journey this week in the American Southwest and then travel south from there and, and maybe a little east, too. We've got two great guides this week. One is a Texas songwriter uh, who wrote the definitive theme song for Outlaw Country, that Outlaw Country crowd. And you know what it is. Up Against the Wall, Redneck Mother. That's the song... <laughs> that he wrote that set the wheels in motion for all kinds of other stuff. So it's great that Ray Wiley Hubbard is here. Uh, and our other guests are just a creative powerhouse from Tucson that's been making beautiful and evocative records for more than 20 years. In fact, this band, Colexico, has been here before about nine years ago. They were here with Dave Alvin. Um, they are powered by the duo of Joey Burns and John Convertino. They have been exploring the kind of mystical southwestern landscapes from all sides uh, for a long time, but always careful to try a new approach with each record, something a little different, and that certainly is the case this time, too. They went down to Mexico to create the demos that would make up their latest release, working uh, with their keyboard player, Sergio Mendoza, to create a palette for these songs that also include a host of guest vocalists, which we will talk more about later on. But it's really a, a beautiful musical journey for sure, one that they're going to use every bit of their seven-piece band right now to conjure up for us. So please welcome back to E-Town, Calexico. Thanks, everybody. So this first song is called Tapping on the Line. And uh, on the record version, it features Nico Case. So here is Tapping on the Line. Thank you. 
sound. Calexico, welcome back. Welcome. Glad you're here. Joey Burns, that sounds really good. Well, thank you so much. It's great yeah. to be back here, Nick. 20 years of Calexico. That's wild, isn't it? It really is. And more, you know, if you think about the time that you and John back there on the drums have been together with friends of Dean Martinez and Giant Sand. And I mean, mm -hmm. this is a good long time. You guys have been musical collaborators. Yeah. I suspect you've done enough collaboration to know when to sort of, you know, work with each other to sort of like fight for your own musical idea or when to uh, acquiesce and give in and all that stuff. For sure, and that's part about, you know, being in a collaboration with musicians just to begin with, and certainly you know that because you have this incredible show, you have all these guests come on and then you collaborate. Yeah. And so it's fun for me to watch you do the same thing that we do, you know, so it's... Um, it's a language and it's an art, but really having a partner like that that you're so, yeah. you know, it's a whole other kind of marriage, really, and you got to make stuff. For sure, and yeah. all the musicians that we're playing with, we've been playing with for some time. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of similar kind of uh, nuances and aesthetics that we kind of go for, and at the same time, we're kind of looking for something new to throw in the mix as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. There are a lot of great guests on this project, some of whom, uh, many of whom actually you've worked with before, but you mentioned, you know, Nico Case and mm -hmm. Sam Beam, you know, Iron and Wine, uh, Nick Urata from Devachka, Ben Bridwell from Band of Horses, mm -hmm. Pieta Brown, and uh, a couple of voices that I hadn't heard before, Carl Morrison and Amparo Sanchez, I think, yeah. right? Right. So how did you find, you must be an avid music listener, just like constantly listening to new stuff. Me and all my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of diverse talent in the band. You've got musicians from Spain, from Germany. And so when you travel as well, you tend to kind of seek out cool record shops or just listen to what's happening at festivals. And uh, yeah. so that's kind of how a lot of that has transpired. Yeah. Well, it's great. You've got a nice little community and it's a beautiful and expressive palette that you create for these songs. It does set a, a place. It sets a kind of a tone for what these songs are about. And mm. they're mostly pretty darn depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really mean that. I mean, what I mean, and there's, there's a lot of songs about longing and dislocation mm. and being disoriented and finding one's place and you know that's a pervasive theme in lots of people's lives and right. so it should be in those songs yeah uh, for sure i mean you know at the same time at the end of all that you know darkness and brooding and melancholy there's a little light at the end of the tunnel 
There's a song yeah. called Follow the River, which is that little, yeah. that little light that's shining. Yeah. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town, here with Joey Burns of Calexico. You know, a lot of people have talked about your songs as being cinematic and conjuring up these images. Do you ever think about that when you're making records? No, it's mostly just kind of go with your gut, make some music, add a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always amazing. You never know where things will go. I right. mean, it's like, next thing you hear, your song, Minas de Cobre, which is an instrumental inspired by hearing some of the mariachi musicians in Tucson, winds up in one of the final episodes of The Sopranos. It's kind of like, oh, cool. Yeah. I love it. I, I was talking yesterday about this um, s- sort of balancing act between art and commerce, and it's hard to keep them separated, but at the same time, most of the situations that do turn out to be successful or financially rewarding are serendipitous like that. They just, right. you make good art, and if it's good art, it's going to work. It's going to find an audience. You've got to go, again, you yeah. know, just with that love and passion for what you do. That's right. I am really happy you're back and really enjoyed the new record. Let's hear some more. Welcome back, if you would. Calexico.
Calexico, Joey Burns, John Convertino, Martin Wick, Jairo Zavala, Sergio Mendoza, Ryan Alfred, Jacob Valenzuela, Calexico. They'll be back to play some more music later on in the show. We'll be back with the Achievement Award, followed by lots more music after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town. You're listening to E-Town. Calexico is going to be back to play some more music in a little while, and I also want to let you know that we've got a great uh, singer-songwriter from down in Texas, Ray Wiley Hubbard, is coming up in just a bit. Before we do that, we're going to introduce you to somebody that we got to know with the help of one of our listeners. Every week we uh, we do this little this little segment that uh, is really just about spreading these stories around that, that we're inspiring to somebody who uh, knows that we're in the market for these kinds of stories. We love hearing these things, and... So these are all about people who in their towns or in their neighborhoods learned about or found out about somebody who's doing something innovative and on their own and that their efforts add up in trying to make things better. And we get to share those stories on the air and spread the word a little bit and we give them some recognition through something called the Achievement Award, as you all probably know. And here comes Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you so much, Nick. Our award story comes to us from E-Town listener and valued crew member, Darren Gabbert. Darren is nominating Veronica Scott of Detroit, Michigan. Now, a few years back, when Veronica was a 21-year-old design major in her junior year in college, she and her classmates received an assignment from one of their professors. The instructions were simple. They were to, quote-unquote, design to fill a need. Veronica decided to focus on the homeless, folks living on the streets of Detroit, where the winters can be bitter, bitter cold. And she came up with an item that has provided life-saving warmth and comfort to thousands of people at this point. Plus, she's providing jobs for several homeless individuals in the process. Veronica's joining us by phone from her hometown of Detroit to tell us what that item is, and also to update us on the more recently expanded efforts of the nonprofit organization she's established. So please give a warm E-Town welcome to this week's Achievement Award winner, Veronica Scott. How are you, Veronica? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to be here. So it sounds like uh, like an interesting assignment that you got. It an, uh, maybe <laughs> that was an unusual thing, but to, to design for a need, what was? How did you figure that one out? Homelessness was something that everybody talked about. It was the person that they saw on the street every day. It was you know the friend of theirs that had a really hard time and lost their job. And that was affecting everybody. And yeah. I wasn't trying to just, I think, homelessness in a big way. I was trying to do it in really kind of small, just like, let me talk to a couple of people in a shelter and see if I can do something just for them. Mm-hmm. And so it really grew from there. 
will solve the puzzle for us. And tell us what it is that you designed. So I uh, designed a coat that turns into a sleeping bag. Oh, wow. And also rolls up into an over-the-shoulder bag when not in use in the off-season. Wow. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. amazing. So how does it work? How does the coat turn into a sleeping bag? There is what looks like a giant pocket kind of folded up in the back. And we call it the foot bag, but that is the sleeping bag component of the jacket. And it's just Velcroed in there, so you can actually slide your feet into it up to your knees in this giant pocket while you're still wearing it as a coat. And when you're not using it, it folds back up against the back of the coat. Um, And then you can roll it up completely like a sleeping bag and close the sleeves. There's buckles on the sleeves that make it into that over-the-shoulder bag as well. Wow. And is it waterproof? Yeah. We actually use recycled automotive scrap. So stuff that's in car door paneling for General Motors, we get recycled and is used in our coats. Wow. We use a lot of what companies discontinue or don't want anymore and can't use, we use in our process. That's wild. And, and Helen mentioned that now you've got some help from the homeless community in terms of actually making them too. From the beginning, I think for me, it was always about hiring the people that would need it in the first place. Because a coat is just a coat. It's a Band-Aid for a much deeper systemic issue. And for me, the coats were always the byproduct of what we did. So it was hiring, the first couple of people I hired weren't sewing experts or anything. It was just a couple of women that had kids that I met in the shelter. They were the first people that I hired on. It started like that, and now we have 30 people uh, on the team. We're about three and a half years old, and we've been able to make 10,000 coats that we've handed out in 30 states in the U.S., six Canadian provinces, and now in France, New Zealand, Australia. It's been amazing what a group of people that have been looked at as kind of worthless have been able to accomplish. That's amazing. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. And I I suspect there's also some ancillary benefits or secondary benefit because if you're keeping people warm and dry um, Mm -hmm. who might not otherwise be so, uh, Mm -hmm. you're keeping them out of the emergency room. Or out of a, you know medical clinics or other places, I suspect, mm-hmm. during the winter especially, right? Exactly. That's a big deal. Yeah. And so are you still a, uh, a curious uh, designer looking for other things to do, or is this something that's taken up more of your time now? This is my full-time job, but wow. it's been exciting to see how it's grown. You know, when I started off as a, started off as a class project, I didn't think it was ever going to be a business, not in a million years. And I realized that no one else was going to take it on. Yeah. No one else was going to do this, and I, I had to do it now. Yeah. Uh, how do you pay for all this stuff? I'm, I'm trying to just imagine the model. You make these coats, mm-hmm. you give them away. People can sponsor a coat for somebody on the streets for $100, and companies do it in big numbers for different cities. It's like 500 going out to Boston because the New England Patriots want to hand them out. Mm-hmm. But what we're growing into is more of a retail model because we get a lot of demand for it so that people can buy a coat to fund the jobs that we create and the ones that we give out on the streets. That's really cool. So mm-hmm. um, what's the name of the, the organization you've started now? The Empowerment Plan. Empowerment Plan. And is there a website where people can go see pictures and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Empowermentplan.org. Empowermentplan.org. Hey, Veronica, how old are you now? I'm 26. <laughs> 26. You must feel really proud of this working as well as it has because you've been really successful no matter... I mean, by any measure, this has been a huge success. It's really exciting, really intimidating, and really humbling at the same time. You know, it's all of those things. It's kind of terrifying, but it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. 
It's a remarkable achievement. Congratulations, the winner of this week's oh, Achievement Award, you. Veronica Scott. The website is empowermentplan.org if you want to learn more about what she's up to. And meanwhile, Veronica, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Congratulations, Veronica Scott. Thank you. Empowerment Plan. If you just tuned in and missed part of our award interview just now, uh, or if you happen to miss Veronica's contact information, you can f also find that on our website, etown.org. Or if you want to nominate someone for some recognition, someone doing great work to better the planet or the lives of others, that's easier than ever to do by heading to our homepage and clicking on the word award at the far right of the top menu. And it can let us know what you think about E-Town and about this segment on Twitter or our two Facebook pages. And as you know, you can always contact us the old-fashioned way as well at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Ellen. Thanks, Veronica. Amazing story. Holy smokes. That was great. So we, um, we have more music coming up from Calexico in a little while. Right now, I'm just going to tell you about our next guest, Ray Wiley Hubbard. Born in Hugo, Oklahoma, grew up in Texas, spent a lot of time in New Mexico as a young man, playing folk songs and hanging around with other singers and writing his own songs, one of which uh, became a big hit for Jerry Jeff Walker in 1973. That success helped launch a career that had some fits and starts and some bumps in the road, some of which were self-imposed, he'll admit freely. <laughs> but he, uh, in the late 80s, he got sober and began again writing, playing out, is now a busy guy with a full calendar, a new record, his 16th, by the way. He's here for the first time. He is a Texas legend, and we're really happy to have him with us. Please welcome to E-Town the one and only Ray Wiley Hubbard. Thank you very kindly. I'd like to remind you that I am an acquired taste. So are you ready? She kind of looks like Tempest Storm She can dance like a little Egypt She works down the snake farm Snake farm, it just sounds nasty Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm It's a reptile house, snake farm got a keen sense of humor she got a tattoo down her arm it's of a python eating a little mouse wearing a sailor hat that says snake farm snake farm it just sounds nasty snake farm it pretty much is snake farm it's a reptile house snake farm Ooh. Ramona, how come she works there? She says, well, it's got its charm. 
There's nothing to do in the winter now and then some kid gets bit at the snake farm. I said, snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. I forgot to mention something. This is a sing-along. Really? It goes Snake Farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake Farm. It pretty much is Snake Farm. It's a reptile house. Snake Farm. Ooh. Ain't exactly kumbaya. It's the best I got. Have me now, everybody. I said, Snake Farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, it pretty much is Snake Farm. It's a reptile house, Snake Farm. like malt liquor and a band from Wales that was called The Alarm. She said she cried when they broke up. She still plays the records at the Snake Farm. Snake Farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, it pretty much is Snake Farm. It's a reptile house, Snake Farm. Sometimes Ramona calls me up. She says, come on down here, it's getting warm. And she runs everybody off. We, you know, Snake Farm. <laughs> snake Farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, it pretty much is Snake Farm. It's a reptile house, Snake Farm. Ooh, last chance. I said, Snake Farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, it pretty much is Snake Farm. It's a reptile house, Snake Farm. Thank you very much. <laughs> You know, of course, uh, there probably is a snake farm. There is. A, there's a bunch of them all across yeah. the southwest. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, one down there in New Braunfels where I live, and it's between Austin and San Antonio. And I've driven by it probably 10,000 times. And one day I'd been reading uh, some Flannery O'Connor, and one of my favorite quotes from Flannery O'Connor is, never second-guess inspiration. So I'm driving along, I look over at the snake farm, and I go, ooh. And... Uh, <laughs> That was all it took. That's all it took. And then, Grab it. And then, uh, so I, you know, and then, uh, so that was like the inspiration. And then the craft of songwriting was, what do I do with it? Right. And I said, well, I'll make it a love song. Yeah. You, know, about, you know, about a man who doesn't like snakes and he's in love with a woman who works at the snake farm and what yeah. kind of woman would... Would work, work at, at a snake, snake farm, farm. She'd, yeah. She'd yeah. like the alarm. Yeah. She'd have a tattoo, you know. She'd something. <laughs> That happens, you know. It's genius. That's just, it's just getting it a little, a little, 
glimpse into genius as in the process. It's Our amazing. Des desperation, one or the other. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny. Uh, uh, you know, you have to be careful not get famous for doing things you don't really love to do because you sing that song every night, probably, Snake Farm. It's one of your biggest hits. There's times I've done it twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's, if it's a real, you know, kind of a you know, rough crowd, I'll sing every other song. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> From up against the wall, redneck mother to snake farm. There's yeah. you covering some territory there. Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, it's uh, uh, but you know, I have fun with it. You know, I mean, writing is uh, I enjoy it. You know, but I, I take my songwriting seriously. Even when I write a goofy song like Snake Farm, I say, well, I hope it's well written. Yeah. You know, but I take myself lightly, and that that works a lot better than you know taking myself too seriously. Right. So, as, Hugo, Oklahoma, is that where you lived? Uh, Hugo, that's where I grew up. That's where I was yeah. born. A little town. It was, uh, I know. I, I used to play bluegrass festival. Yeah, there. it was the, the it's, uh, Hugo, Oklahoma. It used to be known as Circus Town, USA, yeah. where a lot of the circuses would make their way. You're the Kayamichi Mountains. Oh yeah, Kayamichi River and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I'm very Bill familiar Grand with it. Delia Bell. Yeah, I know all about that place. Yeah. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E Town. I'm here with Ray Wiley Hubbard. I'm curious about when you had that song. Uh, recorded by Jerry Jeff Walker, and it came out in 73 and was a big hit. What was that change like for you? What did that do in practical terms for your life? Well, I still get a, you know, I still get a check from Japan for $18.40. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> once a year, you know, something like that. So, yeah, it, it's still, it's still, it's, it's still out there, you know. It's a song that refuses to die. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a it was a thing that that probably uh, everybody was hoping would happen. You write a song and you hope that somebody would record it and it would get on the radio. It was a big deal. So suddenly you're one of the gang and you're you know yeah. Well, we can learn all about that and much more in your new book because you wrote a book after all these years. I did write a book. Uh, the title of the book I have to give you the title, but I have to use punctuation. It's a life dot 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 well comma lived. <laughs> a life. Well left, you know, but uh, but it but it's also like I said, it talks about uh, you know when I was growing up in, in southeastern Oklahoma, and it, it's like part of it's like real literature, you know. I used capital letters and punctuation and and, and paragraphs and indention that like that, but then it's kind of got these stream of conscious just stories that I just kind of talk about yeah. things that happen, and then it, I put in some song lyrics, and at the uh, also in the book is, of course, the, uh, the secret of the universe. Oh. Really, I'm very serious. You know, they're the secret of the universe, I tell what it is. Well, you know, so it's in there. It comes as a bonus. You don't have to pay extra for that. I'll go ahead and tell you what it is right now so you don't have to read the book. Want to. <laughs> the secret of the universe, right, is an E chord without the third. Ones and fives, man. That's it. It, yeah. it gave me a career. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and... Uh, well, stay busy, but meanwhile, we got to go play some music. Let's do it. All right. Let's welcome back Ray Wiley Hubbard. <laughs> I think everybody's going to join me on this. Mr. Muscle Watts Blues. Mississippi At a place That I did not choose 
the doctor he pulled me from my mama he said son welcome to the blues welcome to the blues when I was 18 I come to Chicago in an old brown suit wore our shoes little Walter you give me a harmonica say this gonna help if you got the blues said this might save you if you got the blues song I wrote with a young guy named Hayes Carl. <laughs> Hayes is a great young writer. It's really nice to see someone that young that that's, you know, pretty much already burnt out and fried. <laughs> Usually you have to be my age to be that bitter and resentful. <laughs> but no, we wrote this. I got a 
She likes bed naked and gazed upon She crosses the bridge She sets it on fire She lands like a bird on the telephone wire I'm gonna holler and I'm gonna scream I'm gonna give me some
Along with E-Tones, Ron Jolly, Christian Teal, Chris Engelman, Helen Forster from Wimberley, Texas, Ray Wiley Hubbard. We'll be back with more music after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WOI, Iowa Public Radio throughout the state of Iowa, on KUWR, based in Cheyenne and Laramie, but also throughout the state of Wyoming, and KRBD in Ketchikan, Alaska, Southeast Alaska. As always, if you want more information about what we're up to here at E-Town, lots of stuff is online at etown.org. We've got lots more music, so we're just going to go right there. Would you please help me welcome back to the stage, Calexico. Kind of an incredible show. And I feel there's a strong connection between all the musicians that have been on so far with Nick and Helen and their band, of course, Ray Wiley. And so I want to invite a guest to our set who is a guest on the new album as well. Her name is Gabby Moreno. Please welcome her to the stage. We're gonna do kind of a soothing song in 6-8. It's called Miles from the Sea. Dreams about swimming Miles 
Mexico. The CD is called The Edge of the Sun. Joey Burns, John Convertino, Martin Wink, Jairo Zavala, Sergio Mendoza, Ryan Alfred, Jakob Velenzulia, Gabby Moreno. Calexico. We've got time for one more song. We're going to get everybody out here for one last song. I want to thank all our guests. Thanks to Ray Wiley Hubbard for coming up from Texas. Such a treat to have him on the show. Thanks to our award winner, Veronica Scott from Detroit, doing just amazing stuff with her ingenuity and her passion, her conviction, making a huge difference. Thanks to the E-Tones, thanks to Helen, thanks to Calexico. Thanks to all of our, our volunteers and our engineers. You know, thinking about a finale song is always part of the, you know, the fun when these shows happen. And this is a, a great suggestion. Abby, G Gabby brought this song to us uh, from a, uh, uh, an early recording on a Rye Cooter record that just seems to fit the mood beautifully. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. Every street.
is paved with gold And it's just across the borderline When it's time to take your turn There's one lesson that you must learn you could lose more than you ever hope to find. And when, when you reach the broken promised land, every dream slips through your hands. And you'll know it's too late. Change your mind Cause you paid the price To come so far Just to wind up where you are And you're still Just across the board Produced by a donor-supported nonprofit organization and recorded live at E-Town Hall. To comment about the show, send an email to info@etown.org. Visit our website etown.org or connect with us on Twitter or Facebook. Distribution of E-Town is made possible by our family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you.
too late to change your mind Cause you pay the price to come so far Just to wind up where you are You're still just across This is a production of E-Town. There you have it, Calexico and Ray Wiley Hubbard, a Veronica Scott, our award winner with Sleeping Bag Coats for Homeless People in Michigan. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.